Howdy, y'all. Welcome back to Question the Self. This is your host, Jedediah Jenkins. Today's episode comes to you through sheer serendipity. I was at a coffee shop, clickety-clacking away, writing my new book, and this man walks in, young man in his 20s, and he sits down right next to me, and he proceeds to speak Russian on his phone. And my interest is piqued because, like many humans on this planet, I have been fascinated by Russia and whatever the hell they're up to, wreaking havoc, starting wars, annexing territories, terrorizing populations. And I've never really known a Russian person. And now there's one sitting right next to me. So we start talking and I'm like, how long have you been in America? And he says, well, technically six weeks, but three of those weeks, I was in an ICE detention center because I snuck across the Rio Grande when the war broke out and was smuggled into the country and claimed asylum. They held me in an ICE detention center for three weeks, and then I went before the judge and I was released pending my court date. Whoa. And then he's in the coffee shop next to me. So I'm like, we're getting lunch and you're telling me the whole story. So we meet up for lunch a couple days later and we talk for six hours and he's telling me how he got his money out. All the banks were frozen, right? How he got a flight into Mexico, bouncing around to hide his tracks from the government, hiring a cartel to get, I'll let him tell his story, but it absolutely rocked my world. Something to know about him is that he is from the far east of Russia, the Siberia. So he is Asian. So when he walked in, I did not anticipate him to be speaking Russian. I've, I don't know many Russians, but I didn't know that half the continent is Asian. I guess I did know that. I didn't think about it. He is so funny, so cool, and it really expanded my mind in understanding asylum seeking, in understanding what America means, in understanding just the crisis at the border of people coming from all over the world in desperate need of a safe place to raise their children, be a human, be free, have your rights intact. So there's many reasons why he claimed asylum. For one, he's a minority in Russia. For two, I came to find out he's gay and you cannot really be gay in Russia. It's not a safe place to be gay. And three, he's of draft age, meaning if he was still there, he would very likely have been sent to fight in Ukraine which he does not want to do. Buckle up. This story knocked my socks off, and I think it's really going to blow your mind, and I hope you find him as amazing as I do. I don't want to say his name. I asked him if I could use his real name, and I said, can I? Yeah, my real name. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, how do I pronounce it right? I don't want to screw this up. Uh, to be precise, if it's Ajargal. Jargal. 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 <laughs> so, so please welcome Jargal. Okay, Jargal, welcome to the show. It's an honor to have you here. Thank you, Jididaya, for... It... <laughs> Is this your first podcast interview? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. Or in English? No, ever. 
It's my first time. So Jargal, I want to begin this conversation with you painting the picture of where you grew up and what life was like for you in the countryside and then moving to Moscow before the war broke out. Actually, I was born in the hometown with um, maybe 4,000 people in, in there. Then we moved to with parents to countryside with... And where was the hometown? Ulan-Ude, in Siberian part of Russia. Siberian part. Yeah, not far from the Lake Baikal. Yeah, so how would I explain to somebody from America where that is? Basically halfway to America from Moscow, because Russia expands, it's above Mongolia, but even like, it's just very, very far. Like how far is a flight from your hometown to Moscow? And like six hours. Yeah, and that's only halfway across Russia, basically. Yeah, Yeah, um, like um, two or third. Two thirds. Yeah. Yeah. And then you moved to countryside. Is that where you went to high school? I went to ninth class. I was um, maybe 14 years old. I didn't want to go there because it's countryside. Which is smaller than your hometown. Yeah. So what made you want to move away from the countryside to Moscow? I wanted to go to a big city, Mm. which is Moscow. Moscow, it's the center of Russia. Everything goes to Moscow. Everything, the biggest, the coolest things in Moscow. If you have a dream, you go to Moscow to be a success or to be... If you want to be a singer, you'll go, you'll go to Moscow and etc. So tell us the story of what your mom's friend said to you and then what your friend said to you because I found this very compelling. <laughs> yeah. It was after the war began. began. Mm-hmm. Actually, in Russia, you can't say it's a war. Right. Like a, it's a special military operation. <laughs> right, yeah. You did research. Yeah. <laughs> but do people call it war privately between each other? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. They know what's really happening. Yeah. So I go on vacation on my work. And the first day of vacation, I went to the hometown. And in that exactly day, this began. The military operation. Yeah. When you got home. Uh, when I get in the airport. Okay. I went to hometown for celebrating birthday of my grandma, 75 years old. Then I went to the um, countryside to help my parents' business, banquet hall. And then I met a mother's classmate. And he told me, why are you here? Even in Moscow, why are you here in Moscow, in Russia? You could go to US or Europe, like I don't belong here in Russia. He knew that you were made of something else than Russia. Yeah. Why did, like, what, did what do you think he saw in you? <laughs> I don't know, maybe something unusual or how kind I am. Mm, Russians maybe. aren't kind? They're rude and mean, <laughs> in Moscow especially. <laughs> Even if you're Russian? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And so when he said you shouldn't live in Russia, did you feel in your heart you're right? Uh, he told me the story about the Moscow. He was living there also in his student time. He was a student there in Moscow and he moved back to his countryside, to countryside. Aginskoe, it calls Aginskoe. Mm-hmm. And he told me how he regrets. He stayed in the um, Moscow. He has friends and etc. 
and I realized that I don't want to regret of anything. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And also this feeling I had, feeling I I have been feeling the fear or something else uh, when I saw the um, movie Inception. So there was a scene with the Asian guy, and he got old. So it's a quote from Inception. Yeah, I'm gonna read it. Do you want to become an old man filled with regret, waiting to die alone? And you saw that, and it hit you in your heart. Like, yeah, am yeah. I gonna regret my life? Yeah, because I had these thoughts about the moving to Europe or U.S. whatever, but Russia. You had those thoughts even when you were little, or more as an adult, like in Moscow. As soon as I got. 18 years old, something like this. Yeah. As a Russian living in the countryside, or then living in Moscow, what is the perception of America? Do Russians like America? Do they think we're dumb? Do they think we're like war? Mo I don't even know. Like, what did you think America was? Yeah, all generation, like uh, from 45 and older, they think that like Americans dumb. They they fat. Like we are the best. Russians are the best. I think it was the propaganda whole time, from their childhood to I don't know, from what they see on the TV, TV show, from the actors and etc. But the young people, they like Americans. They think they cool. They want to be like them. We always have uh, jokes about uh, these red cops. Oh, you get a red cups. Are we gonna have a party or something like this? The red cups from our beer pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like you, this. Yeah. You don't use red cups. No, we don't. We so, but you see them in movies. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of sign of something cool or American party. Well, that is yeah. true. Yeah. But we don't notice that. That's just what the cups are at the grocery store. <laughs> we have only invisible cups. <laughs> Clear. Clear. <laughs> I hope they're not invisible. <laughs> Transparent. <laughs> yes, yes. Wow. And then didn't you say your friend in Moscow, your girlfriend, not girlfriend, but girlfriend told you something similar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She always told me. She, now she lives in Germany, like four years. She always told me and like, you don't belong Russia. Why are you still there? You can find the law there. In Russia, illegal to be gay or something. Illegal? Yeah, not but illegal, but there is a um, mm, stigma. No, yeah, yeah, stigma and the law that you can propagate. Oh, you can't propagate more. Propagate. Like you can't talk about it and celebrate it. Yeah, to young people, but where the border? When you propagate, right? Yeah, to wow. adults or so young to, people. If you're dating someone, can you like? Hold hands while you're walking down the street and kiss them on the lips. No, never. No, no. And there is even a, in Moscow. Even in Moscow. But are there gay bars? Yeah. But it's like behind the doors. Uh, no, they're pretty open, actually. But they're like brave. Yeah, it's brave. And when you go to the gay bar or gay clubs, uh, they're always asking you, "Do you know where you're going?" Ah. Uh. Yeah. Which places you go? Like this one. Can to make sure me? that you're... To make sure, yeah. Because why? If a straight person goes in there... Yeah, maybe some crazy person wants, wants to, to fight or yeah, yeah. hurt people. Yeah. Wow. 
Do you go to gay bars or is it like scary? I go. You yeah. go. Yeah. A lot? Not a lot. Are the gay bars very horny, like everyone's trying to have sex, or is it more just like a fun place to dance and there's a different bars when you chill and another bar have a dark room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like this. Well, but there's probably no gay bars in the countryside. No, no, no. No, in no. Siberia. Mm -mm. Growing up, did you ever know a gay person that was openly gay? No, only on the TV show. The oh. singer who always uh, had a jokes about... No, people always have yeah. had a jokes. When did you, like, meet your first gay person or gay friend? Maybe in Moscow. In Moscow. Yeah. So was it scary to, like, go to the gay bar for the first time? Actually, it was in Irkutsk. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it was small bar. I wasn't so long there. It was scary. New experience. Yeah. I mean, that's even in America where it's fine to be gay. It's still like where I'm from, from the South. It's uh -huh. scary just because you're raised that it's evil. And so even though like my city in Nashville had gay bars, the first time I went, I was like, oh my gosh, these people are crazy. <laughs> but they're not normal. They're not normal. But then you get used to it or you move to LA and you're like, everyone's gay. Yeah. Everyone that's cool is gay. Now I feel, I feel strange about the talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because, I don't know. Like what my parents gonna say, but they're not, never gonna, I hope they're not gonna listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a But journey. they know. Yeah. But they still have the like, you can be gay, but don't be big and flamboyant about it. We never talk Maybe. about this. Right. It's hard for them, for me, actually, yeah. yeah. If you are born in Russia and raised there, I don't know, it's difficult. Yeah. You think it will be difficult your whole life? Uh, not sure. I want to work on it. Maybe I feel not comfortable to be gay. Yeah. I mean, that's not a uniquely Russian experience. That's a very also American experience for a lot of gay people. Huh and trans people. That's why it's called pride, like a pride parade, That's because why. it's the yeah, opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah, what yeah. you were yeah. taught. So you're scared, you don't know how you feel about it, you don't know what's happening, and so the opposite of that is pride. Let's go in the streets and be like, I love what I am. I thought that it's from the Lion Kings, right? <laughs> <laughs> The scene was set a little bit of maybe one day wanting to move to the West. Maybe Russia is not for you. I want to acknowledge it's very brave to talk about it at all. Yeah. Especially if it's scary. Yeah. So thank you for talking to me, even if it's just only us. <laughs> because I identify with a lot of that with my own life. I mean, I didn't, I told you, I had my first kiss at 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time I had sex, I was 30 yeah, I was years surprised. old. Yeah. Because I was raised where you can't do that. Uh -huh. Not if you're a good Christian boy. Huh. It took me a lot of years to get proud of myself and feel safe in that. So to summarize, you're born in Siberia. You live there. You go to college. Then after college, you go to, to Moscow, the big city. You want to live in a big city. You want to experience something more than a small town. And you go to Moscow and you're finding out your true self. Mm -hmm. And you start to realize 
maybe I'm not made for Russia. Maybe I'd be cool to live somewhere else. And was it during college or after that that you went to South Carolina? Yeah, I just realized that was because of the traveling. I traveled the countries, I saw the people, how nice they are. In the U.S. or all around the world? All around the world. Ah, and that made you realize... Yeah, comparing with Russia. All kind, nice, and welcome. And when did you do your traveling? What age? College? College. Like 18? Yeah. Yeah. So you would go to Turkey or wherever, Israel, and be like, people are way different than Russian people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like it. Yeah. I am like them. And for example, when I see someone in my hometown or in the countryside, they don't reply. If you say hi, they don't reply? Yeah, sometimes. But if you get to know them and you're in their home and you're at dinner, are they nice? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's just more out in the streets. So when did you decide, I'm going to leave the country? And not only that, I'm going to sneak into the U.S. How did you have that idea versus just moving to Belarus or moving to Turkey or somewhere like closer and easier? It starts from the war. From the first day during whole week, I felt overwhelming and anxiety about this, about my future, economics and everything, and salary, work, job. And like all the business, all the at least Western businesses were closing, boycotting Russia, right? Yeah. Every, Starbucks, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every company until this day, they live in Russia. They sell everything. I heard the news that some singer bought the Starbucks and called it Coffee Stars. To reopen them. Yeah. So you were like, wow, things are getting really bad. How did you know how to do it? Why didn't you just want to go to Germany or England? I was talking to my friend from the training in September 2021, life-changing training. Uh, What's that? It was five days in a row. We should have been built the, not the band, the group, like war group of 10 people. We needed to meet every month in, in different cities of Russia. It's like a personal growth course. Like you, yes. you apply, you pay, yeah. and then there's like things you read and things you do together with a group of 10 people. Yeah, you set the aims for yourself every month. Yeah, to lead your main aim. <laughs> so, what was your main aim? Do you remember? No, it's just there was no uh, main theme of the training. Your work, your thoughts. How do you need to think? What do you need to do to maximize your life? To maximize your life. Yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, got it. <laughs> so anyway, you were. You made friends and a community in that course in 2021. Yeah. And also on this course, they recommend you to go to psychologists, change the one, two, and find your only one. Uh, did you find one? Yeah. A therapist. Mm, yeah. It was my aim for the, I don't know, I don't remember, November 2021 for sessions with therapists. It's mm. my first experience. Mm. It was nice. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. So when the war began, we had a call on a Zoom and I was, I, I was asking them, 
What what do we do? Do we need to move to another country or I don't know? I want to move. <laughs> you said that. Yeah. When it happened, did you know it was going to be bad or did all the country, all the companies leaving and everything shutting down, did that surprise Russians? When Russia invaded Ukraine, did you know bad things would happen when that happened? No, I didn't know. No. So you're talking to the group? Yeah, I was asking them, what should we do? They were planning to go to Turkey, Georgia for a month or two to see. see what happened. Wait it out. Happens. Yeah. Yeah. When you said to the group, I want to leave, yeah. were they like, you should? Something like this, yeah. I know the person who, who is here, he is also from my hometown. He went from Russia to US through the border with Mexico. Oh, you, you already knew someone who did yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Someone from your hometown? Yeah. Your age or older? 45 or something. And so you'd heard that it's possible? Yeah. And Before the war, he did it? Before. And I decided, yeah, if he can do, I can do also. Wow. So did you know him well enough to ask him? How yeah, did you yeah, do it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you messaged him on Facebook or how? His uh, mom's friend. Uh, mom's colleague, I, I suppose. Your mom's colleague? Yeah. He's um, like artist and uh, he lead the weddings. Oh. Yeah. So how did you message him? On WhatsApp or something? Yeah. I have a question. Do you know when he came to the U.S.? Like what year? What time? I guess this uh, January. Oh, recently? Yeah. This year? Yeah, this year. Oh, so it was pretty fresh. Yeah. But oh. he was with his family. Two children, wife. And they all crossed into yeah. America? Yeah. So if he can do it, you can do it. You're yeah. alone. Yeah. Okay. And then, so what did he tell you? Or what happened next? So I've been researching from the YouTubes, Telegram groups. Telegram, it's like a Russian WhatsApp, but mm -hmm. not Russian, but... Russians use it. Yeah, yeah, mostly. I saw the information in Telegram, YouTube, uh, internet, forums, everywhere. So if you can just watch YouTube videos and Telegram groups about how to escape Russia and sneak into the US, like, are Russian police also be able to see those videos? Yeah, on YouTube, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's not that hard to find the information. Yeah, it's not hard. There's like a, I could search YouTube how to sneak into America and it's there. Kind of, yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Russians uh, do the video, how did they overcome, what they did, and etc. Yeah, I've been swallowing whole information from everywhere. Mm. I, I've been taking the notes. What should I do first? Did you already, were you already researching before that Zoom meeting? Or was that when you decided to start researching? After. After. After two weeks or something. You were like, okay, I guess I need to figure it out. Yeah. I was in the middle of deciding go or not to go. But I kept telling uh, people that I'm going to yes next month. Oh, you just said it. Yeah, I just said it. <laughs> you don't even I know. I was in the middle. You didn't know you were going to, but you yeah, just started yeah, saying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Maybe wow. I wasn't brave enough, but this step helped me. To just speak yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out loud, yeah. I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I tell my parents, 
I think I'm gonna go to the US in, in one month or one and a half. They didn't believe me. They didn't say no, they just said, you're not doing that. Yeah, right. Ah, uh, mom said, I have no words. That's it. I have no words. Yeah. Did they know you were going to sneak into America or they no. just thought you were going to fly to Houston? Gonna, like flying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't tell them until then. Until it was over. Yeah. Until wow. I was already on the, in the border. Wow. How, how I do this. How do you like prepare your finances or like, weren't the Russian banks like blocking money? Like you couldn't spend money outside of Russia? Uh, no, the um, Visa and MasterCard, they left Russia, so you can't use wow. Visa and MasterCard outside in Russia, outside, outside of Russia. With Russian money? With Russian cards. Oh. Yeah. First of all, I get the second passport, like for traveling. How do you get a second passport? Uh, better say, why? From these Telegram groups, I found out that... If you go through the Mexico to US on a car through the border, the ICE officer, immigration officer is gonna take your passport and not giving it until the case is done. Uh. It's about one year. But you can open the cards and everything uh, without the passport. Without ID. Without ID, yeah. Oh. So how did you get a second passport? It's it's legal in Russia to have two passports. Oh. Yeah. But doesn't it take a long time or did you do it fast? It should be taking 30 days. But I did pay Rush. Ex extra pay, yeah. They did it for five business days. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's fast. That's very fast. Okay, so you got a the Telegram group told you you're, they're going to take your passport, so get a second passport. Yeah. What else? Since you can't go from Russia straightly to Mexico, uh, you need to go to third country and then you'll go to Mexico. Then I started researching the tickets. The cheapest was from Istanbul, without visa, I mean. If, if you want to go to Europe, you need a visa. To just to fly? To just fly, yeah. Uh -huh. And there was a rumor about the, um, if you go from Turkey, to Mexico uh, with transit in Europe, they could not let you to the airplane because uh, of the visa. So you're like, I need to avoid Europe. I decided to go. Ah, so I researched and found the tickets from Germany. To? To Mexico. Oh. They were cheap. But why didn't Germany need a visa? Uh, Russians need a visa to go to Europe. Oh, uh, so you were like, how are you going to get to Germany. Yeah, yeah. So I decided to get a Schengen visa. It's for all Europe countries. What Russians do. It oh. calls Schengen. Oh. You Americans don't need it. <laughs> Does, is it easy to get that visa? Uh, yeah, but right now it's hard. How did you do it? Or it wasn't hard yet then? It wasn't hard, yeah. I see. But uh, the people, it's hard. They, I don't know, maybe they didn't know. I just went to the uh, visa center and pay the money they did me for seven days for seven business days is it a type of visa that's meant for tourism yeah like i'm gonna go spend money in berlin or whatever yeah buy some sneakers yeah i wrote i wrote the days how many days i'm gonna spend in europe and the officer or i don't know who 
they decide uh, how many days I'm gonna let you. Oh, and they gave on you your seven. Visa. Yeah, they gave me like a month. Oh, but you wrote seven. Uh, I wrote fifteen days, and it was a one-time visa. Okay. Or usually you you get a multiple visa. Multiple. I that allows you to get to Germany to get on your flight. Yeah, but you can go straightly to Europe from Russia. You can since the war. Or you can't. I can't. We you can't. can't fly to Germany from Moscow. Yeah, yeah. They stopped the flights. Uh, yeah. So how did you get to Germany? I did get a power of attorney document. Okay. Why? I don't know. I I didn't know how many years I'm gonna spend here. Okay. And just in case. And this is a list of things that was like in the Telegram group. Like, do this, do this. No, do this. this this is on my own. Oh, you just yeah. did all this research. Yeah. Wow. What does power of attorney document do? Uh, they can sell all my stuff. They can sell all my. Like so, you just left. You just abandoned stuff. Uh, no, I sold my clothes, shoes, everything. Oh, uh, you gave it to them. They sold it and gave you money. No, no, no. I I sold everything on Russian Kroger. Oh, not Kroger. <laughs> Craigslist. Oh, on Russian Craigslist. Yeah. I still don't understand why you need power of attorney document. Uh, I think that my grandma told me that he's gonna give me her apartment after she passed. Oh. So just in case, how does it sound? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Power of attorney, in my understanding, means that you can do something for someone else, or if, like, if I gave you yeah. power of attorney, that means if I go into a coma, you can exactly. I give you the my rights. Yeah, so to sell and so you gave your rights away to the advocacy group. No, 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 to my mom and brother, but uh, they di- they don't know yet. They don't know. <laughs> yeah. And is that because you might die? No. Or you just might never come back. I might never come back. Yeah. I don't know. Something can happen. Yeah. Wow, that's really since uh, my grandma said that. She's going to give me her apartment up there. Right. Give you the apartment and not your brother. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. I don't know. What if something happened to my parents? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did to my brother and to my mother in one. Just in, in one. one. And this document lay at my friends. Oh, in a folder. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And my mother and brother, they don't know. They don't know. Yeah. What did you do with your money? Because you can't just bring Russian money to Mexico. Yes. Right? Because yeah. your visa card won't work. Yeah. And there is, uh, and there was no dollars in Russia, in banks. No. Wow. Everybody was buying this from the banks, oh. and the course was very high. Oh. Yeah. So what did you do? I spent it on two surgeries. <laughs> But didn't you need money to travel? Like you, what? Don't you need money to live to like yes. eat in Mexico and maybe in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also gastroenterologist. I went to checkups before to make sure. Yeah, to make sure I took off my braces. Oh, yeah. So about the money, I I did some research. I put my money um, like a. Third part, not Bitcoin, not Bitcoin, 
on a cryptocurrency. On a cryptocurrency. Yeah. It's uh, electronic dollars. Right. It's always equal to dollar. I see. To US dollar. And somehow, I don't know, one friend offered me to buy his dollars. That so was you a miracle. Some, yeah, yeah, you got... Two some... days before the flight. Wow. Yeah. So that helped. Yeah, yeah, that helped. So I decided to go first to go to Belarus. And you're allowed to go there? Yeah. Without on a the bus? Pass, uh, on a train. On the train. Without the visa and everything. I mean, in Russia we have an uh, inner passport and um, a broad passport. Is Belarus considered inner? Inner, yeah. But it's its own country, right? Yes. But it's part of your like I don't know how family of countries. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So then what? Yeah. That why I got went to Belarus. I um, I also researched about the bank, MT Bank, Belarusian Bank, uh, main sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I found out that they can give you the um, they uh, we can open immediately the uh, bank the account bank account yeah the card and it's gonna work outside because the sanctions aren't against Belarus yeah some of them right yeah so I did the card I I spent half a day maybe seven hours in Belar in Minsk so I did open my card I put one thousand dollars so I can pay everywhere so you're in belarus did you go to the bank with like a big suitcase i left it in the um, in the store not the storage a locker locker yeah at the train station or something yeah okay so you open a bank account and you're there for seven hours and then where do you go when then i mm, bought the ticket on a flix box flix bus to lithuania wait i have a question yeah You're moving to America, yeah, through Mexico border. How did what? How did you pack? Did you have one suitcase? One suitcase, big one, a big one, yeah. and you just put your favorite clothes in there and favorite shoes um, and laptop. Yeah, all summer things. I knew that I'm going to California. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. And what day did you leave? Like, what day did you get on the bus It or the was, train? First uh, of May. First of May. Yeah, and. When did the war break out? Twenty uh, third February. Okay, so you took March and April to prepare, yeah. research, passports, visas, power of attorney, uh, cryptocurrency. I decided it in the middle of the March. Mm hmm. Okay, so about six weeks of preparation. Yeah. Okay, so why did you go to Lithuania? Uh, it was the cheapest way to get to Europe by bus. Mm. It's a border with Belarus. So I went there for $10, I guess. Wow. Yeah. $10. How far is Belarus yeah. to Lithuania mm, on bus? Maybe six hours or something like this. Wow, that's a good price. Yeah. yeah. How long were you in Lithuania? On the border, they warned me that you have only one-time visa. You know this? I didn't know. Um, Why is that bad? It's not bad because I can't come back to Europe. I need a new visa. Yeah. And he asked me, do you have more than 10,000 euros? I said, no. You But, sure? I don't know what, what, why they're asking. They do that in the US too. I see. There's just, if you travel with more than $10,000 in cash, 
you have to tell the government. I don't because I think they they uh, just you need to put it in a declaration. Yeah, they want to track big money like uh, that. I see, I see. So that you're not like a drug cartel bringing millions of dollars <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. in suitcases, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so so I went to Vilnius, which is Lithuania. Uh, I spent one night. Then in the hotel, I bought the ticket from Vilnius to Paris. Train. Plane. Plane. Yeah. It was um, low coaster. I don't remember. Ryanair or something. Ryanair, yeah. Ah, Wiss. Mm-hmm. So they fined me on 70 euros. That was how much it cost? No, no, no. Uh, fine. Uh, how can I say this? Penalty? Why? Because I didn't get a, a self-check-in. I didn't get... Oh, uh, that's how check-in. they get you. Yeah. Yeah. That's cheap places. A lot of places. tricky, tricky, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tricks. Okay, so then you got to Paris, but isn't your flight out of Germany? Yeah. So why'd you go to Paris? Uh, I just want to visit it. Oh. Again. <laughs> Amazing. Crescents. So now that you've made it into Europe, do you feel like, okay, like this is going to happen? Are you like confident that everything's going to work out or are you scared? No, I'm scared. You're scared. Until till the end. I, I, I was scared not going to Germany. Because of the coronavirus there. Oh. They're like, kind of strict. Oh, that you thought that they would realize you're doing something tricky. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Not tricky because uh, I need I needed to spend 10 days of quarantine there. Oh. Maybe if I'm going by plane or something there. You but, were scared. Yeah. And spending one night in Paris, I decided to go... No, I decided before. I went by BlaBlaCar. It's an app, mobile app, uh, when you get a, not hitchhiker, but you get... Someone will take you in their car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to Cologne, which is Germany, from Paris. In someone's car? In someone's car, yeah. Okay, and then you crossed the border there? Yeah. We went through Denmark, I guess. Okay, so you made it into Germany. Yeah. Did they give you any trouble? No. There was nice. Where was your flight to Mexico from? Frankfurt. How did you get to Frankfurt? So I spent uh, five days in Cologne at my friends, oh, at my best friend. Oh, your best friend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's great. You got to see her. Yeah. She has a child. Was she scared for you? Mm, not really. I don't think so. I don't know. She was excited. <laughs> yeah, she was excited. Like, You're going yeah. to America. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so five <laughs> days and then it's time. Yeah, I, sp- I, I like Germany. Yeah. So I went by train to Frankfurt. About the tickets from Frankfurt to Cancun and runway. Ah, yeah. <laughs> more and more, more information I re- uh, remember. Details. So Mexico knows about the Russian who goes to the U.S. Border. border and seeking for asylum, political asylum. I don't know, maybe they're not good with it. Oh, so they might reject you or something? Yes. For visiting Mexico, you need just uh, check in on the website. You Self-visa or something, electronic visa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have to have a round-trip ticket? To show them that you're not. Yeah. You can't just go to Mexico with a one-way right. ticket yeah. as a Russian. Yeah. So that's more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew the girl who has a hacker. <laughs> Classic. 
Of Russian course. hacker. Very classic <laughs> Russian hacker. Okay. Did you learn about I don't know, hackers maybe. in Telegram or this was a thing you already knew? This hacker, I already this connection. Knew. Yeah. Okay. Within one hour, one year. So I texted her before my trip, whole trip. And this hacker, he don't buy cheap tickets. He goes only with expensive tickets. Oh. Yeah. So I sent her information because I, I don't know this I hacker. See. Yeah. I don't know how he is Lou. How old is he? Or if it's even a he. Oh, uh, yeah. For real. <laughs> yeah. So I sent the information about the flight, the runway ticket from Frankfurt to Cancun and come back to Frankfurt again. Uh-huh. And what is the hacker doing? Like stealing a flight? I'm not sure, but I think he goes to the system. Why go with, he sneaks well, to the system. What, why go with a hacker and not just buy the ticket? Because you pay the hacker and it's cheaper? I pay hacker 50%. Of the total cost. Of the total cost. So that's nice because it's a round trip ticket. Yeah. So, so you basically bought a one-way ticket. Yeah. But you tricked the government. Instead of paying $1,300, I paid him six something something hundred. Right. Yeah. So someone emails you. She, she sent me the information about my ticket. Your confirmation yes. number and how to check yeah. in. I didn't know that it's going to work. But it did. Yeah. It's a real it ticket did. with your name. Yeah. And so and when on, I was given the passport. <laughs> you were scared. Yeah. You were like, they're going to know. Yeah. But they didn't. Yeah. How are they going to know? They're going to know. <laughs> they're going to know. <laughs> Nobody's going to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What day did you fly to Mexico? Uh, 9th May. 9th of May. It's and what big. day did your journey begin? I mean, 9th May, it's a big holiday in Russia. Oh. It's a day of um, victory. And that's the day you left. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. symbolic. Yeah. That's powerful. Significant. <laughs> so, what happened in the Frankfurt airport? <laughs> so, I heard the rumors about um, Germany, that the officers, immigration officers, they take your... Purchases from the source confiscate. Oh, yeah. Why? Because the this brands Prada, Louis Vuitton, oh. and etc. And I had the new purchases of Louis Vuitton shoes. You did? Uh, I mean, it's not the purchases. Uh, it's uh, I return and switching to another shoes. I see. Yeah. So it was kind of new, in a new bag and new check. And I went to the um, store when you get a stamp from the officer and then you get a tax refund for these shoes. And I went to the officer's room and there was a Croatian officer, I think, not the German. Mm. But he's a German, he lives in Germany, but he's Croatian. He told me... Uh, Does he speak English or Russian? I think English. Okay. So he told me, no, 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 go away. You can't, you can't do this. We need to confiscate your shoes. Go away until my colleague is uh, com coming back. He told back. you to run away. Yeah. I didn't believe him. <laughs> Why do they want to take your shoes away? Uh, because of the sanctions, I guess. Oh, because you're Russian and you can't buy yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... 
Oh, so he helped you. He was like, yeah, he helped go me. Away. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Then I uh, decided to double check on the text window and ask her. She said, "Oh, you're Russian." Yeah, you can't. Sorry,、oh. you can't even do the refund tax tax refund、wow. because of the, this. Yeah, the sanctions. Yeah, the sanctions and everything needs again the people. It、that's, hurts. That's the strange. Yeah, the idea is though that the people elect Putin. Yeah, kind of, but whatever. So, I'm on a plane、mm-hmm. with fake tickets. <laughs> no,、oh. with real tickets.、Uh, good seats though. Thirteen <laughs> hours, I guess. Then we land、uh, at Cancun, and I heard rumors. I actually I saw the Russians in the on the plane doing what you're doing. Yeah. Did you talk to them? I、uh, know.、Uh, everybody was scared to talk to,、uh, to everyone. I wasn't. I just didn't. How many Russians were there? Maybe. Maybe ten. I heard the rumors in these Telegram chats, in these forums, about、uh, that you need to prove that you have a hotels, you have runway ticket to the third country, to any country. And the border officer just asked me, "Is this your first time?" Yeah, get the stamp. And he, he didn't care. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, maybe because of the a lot of stamps. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're a another, traveler. Yeah, I'm a traveler. Yeah. So, how did you get from Cancun? Because that's not on the U.S. border.、Mm-hmm. I spent two wonderful days in Cancun on the beach. Yeah, on the beach on Playa Mujeres. So the fact that you had made it to Mexico, were you feeling more confident, or was it all about scary? Confident. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, I mean, I did eighty percent. Yeah. Almost, almost done. You're almost there. Yeah. So I'm searching for the tickets to Tijuana, and I found one with the transit in Mexico City, and I decided why not. So I went to Mexico City, one night there, and then to Tijuana. Did you choose Tijuana because they say it's the best way, or because you knew you wanted to go to California? It's the best way. A lot of Russian there, then you can help each other or something. I don't know. I just think it's safer.、Mm. One girl told me to go to Ciudad Juarez. Yeah, Juarez is where everyone is dangerous. Yeah, it's most dangerous city in Mexico. I yes, Mexico. Most murders. Yeah, I decided not to go. <laughs> Good. I want to feel Californian wife.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I got to Tijuana. I'm in airport, and there is a officer screaming, "Show all your passports, everyone!" As soon as she noticed the Russian passport with a purple cover, <laughs> she said, "All Russians, all in this area, special area, for double checking."、Yeah. Were you scared? Yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I knew that I have to have the confirmation of the hotel, runway ticket. I mean, to the Cancun, and then to Germany. Oh, which I already had. Hotel ticket. I just thought that my stamps are gonna work for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big traveler. Yeah, but then I got scared. 
And when I was waiting, I just bought it. A hotel room? Yeah. Hotel room and the tickets. Tickets to what? To Cancun. Oh, back. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah. <clears throat> you reserved them. I reserved. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So did they, did you have to show that? Mm-hmm. So it was good you did that. Mm, yeah. Like I was supposed to, to print it, but I thought that it should be so obvious that. Yeah. That you just did it. Yeah. But it was okay. Yeah. I just saw, uh, show her on a sc- my screen. She ran away, checked, and we got released. So now you're in Tijuana. Now I'm in Tijuana. Almost done. Almost here. So what next? <laughs> My first plan was buying the car with someone. Buy a car? Mm-hmm. How do you find someone to buy a car with and why? In this Telegram group, the main plan of the Russians who goes through the border buy car, mm, get to the border, trying to sneak through the Mexican officers. Then uh, I think they not checking everyone. In a car? In a car, yeah. Like you are American, with American numbers on the car. But they do check your passport. On the way into America, they check all the passports, even if you're I American. So. Every time I've gone, they check. I know going from San Diego into Mexico, there's no checking, you just drive. Mm-hmm. But going from Mexico into San Diego, they take all the passports of everybody and look. Mm. Uh, what Russians do? They go through the border. They just need to get to the American officer and tell these magic words. <laughs> Which is? Uh, I need political asylum. And, and, that, and you're done. Yeah, You're there. Yeah. As they say, the Russian says. Russians say uh, they can let you go to Mexico after this. Wow. Yeah. It's the law. I don't know. Maybe. So are there Russians who don't speak any English, but they learned how to say, I need political asylum? Yeah. Nobody's speaking any English. Only you. (laughs) Yeah. And I heard the stories about how they do it on a bicycle. When Mexican officer says stop to the car, and the driver just going there <laughs> to get to the <laughs> to get to the American, American officers. Cabin. Yeah, when uh, they're here, they're done. Oh, you're saying it's like a game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're saying the Mexicans don't check your passports, but the Americans do. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that's correct. Yeah. Okay, so you bought a? Did you buy a car? I was going to, but uh, there were another rumors. A lot of um, Mexican officers, they check every car. Uh, I don't know. They say it's because Haitian ship uh, just land Tijuana in uh, Tijuana or something. Yeah. Full of Haitian immigrants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because of this. So now they're being more strict. Yeah. yeah. Or because of the 23rd May, the date when the government, uh, well, US government, uh, wanted to unfreeze the Trump's. Um, That's right. The, Tr- the Trump's law to stop yeah. all immigrants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of, yeah, yeah. because so, of COVID. Yeah. So that was my plan. According to this date, got into the U.S. until the twenty-third May. Do it before that. Before, yeah. That's why I was in Russia. Ah, uh, wow! You really thought of everything. Okay, so. So I don't understand. You did or did not buy a car? 
I did not. You were going to though. Yeah. So you so I you decided. hear the rumor that they're checking all because of the Haitian boat, and so you're like, well, now what do I do? Yeah, uh, I was in hotel. I was alone, but I met their ex Soviet Union people there, and they told me that they tried eleven times and to get across the border to get across and the border. failed. Yeah. And there is <laughs> there is a lot of details. If you go to Atay Mesa, it's a town in uh, yeah. area in, Mex- in Tijuana. They turn you back, and you go. If you go through San Isidro, if they catch you, they're gonna return you back. And on the way returning you back, they're gonna stop you and other officers, and you should give them money. Oh, the, who stops you, the Mexicans or the Americans? Mexicans. Mexicans. So these people that failed 11 times, that means they never made it to the Americans. Yeah. Mexicans yeah, yeah. always yeah, yeah. stopped them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they hadn't given up. Then I met them. And you helped them. No, no. <laughs> no, then I met them in the U.S. And I knew that they, made it. they were going through the, the, not on the car, like my way. I see. Yeah. They tried the car 11 They times. tried the car. I guess they sold. I don't know. Okay, so if you're not doing the car way, what's the other way? I heard about this way, but I never going to. I'm, uh, uh, I was like, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to do this. But I had to. So in this hotel in Atay Mesa, in Tijuana, I saw the group who is going to get this way with someone who called El Pastor. <laughs> yeah. You heard that they had hired someone or someone was going to take them somewhere. Yeah. They told me we need to pay 850 per person and you're going through the river. <laughs> With just your body? Yeah. What about your suitcase? So I found out if you go through the river, the US uh, officers gonna throw away all your stuff except the little bag like a toiletry bag size uh, like a zip locker for a uh, sandwich <laughs> wow they're like take everything and put it in here and we're yeah, getting rid passports, of passports medicaments and yeah so but you had your big suitcase yeah so i knew i researched <laughs> yeah actually they was amazed they were surprised how I did it perfectly. Who I, were surprised? <laughs> the people I met on the oh, way. I see. Because they didn't know what I knew. Oh. And you learned it all from the Telegram group. From and from Telegram, the YouTube, everywhere. I summarize it and get the list, what should be done, and that's it. And you do it. Yeah. And I sent my second passport to Los Angeles, to my friend here. You mailed it. I mailed it. with From Tijuana. Thanks to DHL. <laughs> <laughs> Another sponsor of this podcast, DHL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about all your clothes? Uh, yeah, it was big, big, like the biggest suitcase of American, American tourister company. Oh, wow. I realized that, that I need to, somehow I need to send it. And I found out the lady, Mexican lady, who works with immigrants, like Russians. Yeah, mostly Russians. She took my suitcase for $250. And she has a green card or something. Mm. She lives on two towns. 
Uh, Tijuana in San Diego. So she'll take it to her house in San Diego. In San Diego, yeah. How did you find her? Other uh, Russians. On the Telegram group. They're like, pay this woman to take your bag. Yeah, yeah. Because the ICE agents will take it away from you if you try to carry it across the river. If you go through the river, yeah. If you go by car, it's okay. Wow. Yeah, and I ask a lot of questions in this group. So they, people respond. I see. Wow. Yeah. In the hotel, you meet these other people that have hired like, El Pastor to take you to the river. And when, when is he leaving? Tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. And that was just luck that they were there and you met them. Kind of. Yeah. But I had um, another contact who told me that you can go through, through the river with me also. But I needed to pay 1000 to them. Mm. So, so 850 is a little better. Yeah. It was the sale. <laughs> it was on sale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. You say, I want to go with you. I'll pay El Pastor. Yeah. And then? Day X came. So it is the day X. X. <laughs> day oh, X. How, yeah. My God. They took us from the, um, our hotel. There was a cortege. A lot of cars. I mean, okay. six cars in uh-huh. a row. <laughs> yeah, I was scared, actually. So it's a bunch of Mexican guys yeah, pull up of, to pick you up. Actually, there were like teenagers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Maybe it's on purpose. And is it all Russians in um, this group? From Georgia, from Russia, from Ukraine. How many? Like 30 people. Whoa. In six cars. Yeah. And are you going at night? Yeah. At the evening. So what hour the does night. the motorcade pull up? Like 7 a.m. 7 p.m. I was scared when I saw this bunch yeah. of cars. Yeah. But are you keeping to yourself or have you made friends with the other people? Like, are you talking to them? Are you yeah, like... I am a talkative person. Yeah. I made, I made friends. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so we went to Mexicali with this cortege. How do you say it? Motorcade. Motorcade. Yeah. Ah, to Mexicali. Or wait, we say something else too. Let's drive in a caravan. Caravan, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better. Yeah, you drive in a caravan. Caravan, yeah. To Mexicali. To Mexicali, yeah. Through the rocks and serpentines. How far is that? Maybe two and a half hours. <laughs> they didn't know. So we went to the um, motel. And this motel is right on the border, maybe? Yeah, it was in Mexicali. Then at the night, uh, as soon as we arrived, they took the money from us. Uh, then they said that we are going tomorrow at 1 p.m. Oh, in the day? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So I had time for the breakfast, for my last cappuccino with <laughs> coconut milk. <laughs> were you like, I'm about to go across the border and like, yeah. scared? I was not scared. Curious. Curious. Yeah. Wow. I thought that I already done it. You had made it so far. Yeah. So all you have to do is make it to an ICE agent and yeah. say the magic words. Yeah. You sleep, you have your cappuccino. On oh, no, a coconut milk. With, with coconut, coconut milk. milk. <laughs> and 1 p.m. arrives. Time has come. We got in the cars. We're going about um, one hour to another city, I guess. It's a border with Yuma. Mm-hmm. In the corner. So uh, they just left us on the field, just in, in the middle of nowhere. 
and and the, is it mountainy or flat? Flat, flat with a bunch of trees. Is it desert or no? Mm, kind of desert. In between. Yeah, in between. Actually, I want to show you this picture. They gave us instructions. <laughs> so he's showing me a photo of a hand-drawn map that looks like it's drawn by a ten-year-old, and it has the car, and it has a dotted arrow line that goes across the Rio. It says Rio Rio River. Then there's a, a they drew a wall. I think Rio is in in Spanish. Is river. Ah, yeah. And you hit the wall, and they've drawn a little finger pointing right. Which causes you, you go right along the wall, and then the wall ends, and you go left, and then it says USA. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Do you still have? Do you own that? No. Oh, someone else had it. Yeah. I see. So now I'm looking at photos of his thigh and arm. Yeah. And there's writing all over your arm and legs. For crossing crossing the border, you need American sponsor. Even、uh, if you're claiming asylum. Re- residency. Even if you claim an asylum, yeah, it's gonna be easier, I guess. Oh, easier. Yeah. So, how did you find a sponsor? Let me guess, Telegram. <laughs> also, Facebook groups. Facebook. Yeah. So there is a man, the Russian man, who left the country、uh, long, long ago when it was Soviet Union, USSR. He is a Baptist. He he's helping everyone. He told the story on YouTube channel. Another Russian guy. That FBI was after him because because he passed like five hundred Russians. <laughs> he sponsored, <laughs> yeah, sponsored. But you still went with him, like you still messaged him and said, "Will you be my sponsor?" Yeah, and yeah. he said, "Yeah." Give me your birth date, last name, first name, and yeah, that's it. So what are these words all over your legs?、Uh, so I got extra two sponsors to be sure. You're so <laughs> amazing. Okay.、Mm, one of my friends, she's in New York. She's waiting for the green card.、Mm-hmm. And another one is、uh, the girl who you are paying to. Oh, you pay her to do it. Yeah, after you crossing the border. I see. I see. Yeah. How much does she charge? Five、uh, hundred. Wow, it's such a business. Okay, <laughs> so are these the names of the people?、Mm-hmm. You have all three names. Three names,、um, their addresses, their phones. That's all you need. Yeah, they told me to cross it on the sole of your shoes. To write it. To write it, yeah.、On、so you can keep it.、Uh, so why did you put it on your body? Just to be sure.、Just、you did both.、Case. Yeah, I did both. Yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> so. Where were we? <laughs> In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> the car stops. Yeah, car stops, and the driver sc- screamed, like "Go run away this way, crossing the r- field." He said, "Run." Yeah, run. Was it hot? Was it cold? Was it? I don't remember. <laughs> you didn't have time、hot. to think. Yeah. yeah. He said, "Run until the river. Then, as soon as you pass the river, you can just walk." Because now you're in America, kind of. Oh,、yeah. well, you haven't got to the wall yet, but basically. I、yeah. don't know. Maybe it's already neutral zone. Oh yeah. Well, the river is the is the border, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he told us that I just drank the water like third of gallon. A lot of water. Yeah. So you ran. Yeah. How far? About ten minutes, maybe. And then there's the water. There is the water. Yeah. I had my extra clothes. 
I knew that uh, I'm going to get wet, so I get sandals, shirts, and a t-shirt. And that's not inside your little pouch bag. You also have a little bag. I have a yeah. I have a bag. Another bag. One that's small enough that you know is is gonna be allowed. Uh yeah yeah. Okay, so what's the river like? Is it big? Is it like? Is it rushing water? Is it's it like right at your belly button? Belly, belly button. Yeah. Oh, so you don't swim. You walk. Yeah. Is the water rushing or going slow? Actually, I don't remember. I guess remember. it's it's not so streamy. Are you terrified? Are people screaming? Are they silent? Is everyone stay together? Or did, no, because some people run slow. Yeah, we were together. Yeah. Everybody on his own. Were most of the other 30 people young? Different. Different. Were yeah. there little kids. kids? Wow. 30, 40. Uh, I saw the granny. A granny? Yeah. She was going to go across the river. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she's okay. Yeah. Okay, so you wade across the river. How wide is the river? Or I mean, how like far across? I mean, in real metric measure, three meters. Three meters? Yeah. Oh, it's that's like a creek. Kind of. Okay. Maybe five, six. Oh, well, so it's like 20 feet across. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I did not know that it was so small. That's easier. Yeah. Okay, so now you make it across and you change your clothes. Yeah. And do you bring your clothes or did you throw them no, there? No, I'm not that person who... You throw, don't like littering. Yeah. I recycle. <laughs> Before U.S. Okay, good, good. Mm. You're an American at heart. A Californian, I mean. <laughs> In Germany, they recycle. They have to. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. So I cross the river. I change the clothes. I bring, my, I bring my back with the clothes. So I decided to run anyway yeah even then they said you can walk yeah (laughs) is your heart racing i don't remember yeah are you smiling Mm, no no you're just no feelings you're just a robot you're just doing yeah i'm just an animal (laughs) (laughs) wow and so you run and now you're running along the fence Mm -hmm. what does the fence look like it looks like it's exactly this wall that's the one you ran? Yeah. Oh. There's a river. Oh, yeah. Okay, the fence is, it's like rusty poles that are all standing straight up, but they're close enough together where you can't fit through them. But maybe like a snake could, <laughs> or a mouse. Wow, but then the wall just ends. Yeah, just ends. That's strange, right? Yeah. There is a, as you see, there is a vance with the officers. Oh, so on the on the U.S. side of the wall, yeah. there's some vans parked there. So they know that you're coming, basically. So yeah, they're just like, yeah. they're like, okay, like every day maybe. around yeah. 1.30, here comes <laughs> maybe a bunch yeah. of people. Yeah. So you round the thing. Are you the first one or was someone faster than you? There was a someone already. And there was a Latin people <clears throat> I saw. Russians, Ukrainians, yeah. And so you turn the corner and there are ICE agents already there. Yeah, he told us. You see this garbage bin? Throw away all your things except medicals, passports, and something. Yeah. So Phones. you threw your wet, your wet clothes away. Yeah, that's it. In the bin. Yeah. Other people brought whole bags. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't know. They didn't know. And so they had to throw it in the bin. Were the ICE agents speaking to you nicely, respectfully, mean? He was nice, actually. He was nice. This one was nice. Okay, <laughs> I hear what you're saying. 
It's yeah. not guaranteed. Okay, then what? Do you just start screaming, I'm seeking political asylum? No, we didn't. No. They knew. They know. Yeah. So they told us, Russians go this line, letting go this line. Then and so how many people were in each line? It was a lot of groups. Our group was 10 people and the others were waiting. How long do you wait in that group? Not for maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. He started to shoot us, shooting, getting the picture. <laughs> Take photos, okay. <laughs> Take Not with a gun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, photograph uh, you. Yeah. Then he surp was surprised that I am from Russia. Because you look Asian. Well, yeah. You are Asian, but you're Russian. No, because I'm, I was kind. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're nice. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, because of, I'm Asian. He'd never seen a Russian Asian. Maybe. Yeah. In whole life. I have a question. So you're seeking asylum. Yeah. And what are, what are you, can, can you just say that or do you have to give reasons? I just can't say their, them. To them. Yeah. But to the judge, you have to give more. Yeah, more information with a hired lawyer. Okay. The transfer went and took us to the hotel. <laughs> and so you're like, I'm here. Yeah. You're in the van with yeah. the other Russians. Yeah. Using and my phone. Is anyone smiling or is everyone still serious? Still serious. Do we, people seem scared? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe no feelings, no emotions. Just yeah. waiting for them. Something. Wow. Waiting to see what happens. Yeah. So the transfer got us to the reception. A five stars hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all could see his PowerPoint. It's incredible. <laughs> so they started to um, process you. Process, yeah. Our names. Uh, they took our passports, of course. But you had already mailed the other one. Yeah. So they did the whole process. Then they took us to the room to sleep. Do just, they feed you? Just to be there. Oh, to be there. Yeah. Uh, it's a um, big room. There's a lot of rooms there. How far away did they take you from the border where they picked you up? Not far, maybe I 20 see. minutes. I see. It was in Yuma. I see. Yeah. So they took us to the room. A lot of people were on the mat. mat just mat. Just mats. Yeah. On the floor. Yeah. Actually, I got scared. The... These people, I don't know. This cold. Actually, I was prepared for the cold. The rooms are cold? Yeah, very cold, severe. Why? Harsh. I don't know, maybe just not to be stinky or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Or to tease us. <laughs> wow. I don't know. So you get brought into this room with mats on the floor. Yeah. And they're just I, like, wait in here. And it's freezing cold. Yeah, freezing cold. I knew it. And I get extra jacket. They told you, get ready, even though it's Yuma in the desert, it's going to be cold in that room. Yeah. Wow. Extra um, vest, but another officer just throw it away. He took your vest. Yeah. But you still had one jacket. Yeah. Uh, two jackets. Oh. <laughs> I mean, one on a zip and uh. another one. Yeah. And this officer was like teasing me when he get my vest. He was telling another one, no, his colleagues. Who wants vest? <laughs> you uh, like this? <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah. Like selling your stuff basically yeah. in front of you. Yeah, yeah. Like bragging that he took it from you. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> and also I, I got my Ziploc back. They thought that they, they already gave me the his. Because you were so prepared. They're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. what? Yeah. I said that I knew I need a new one. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, they throw throw away my SIM card, even if it fits in this bag. They took it away. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't either. So coming back to the to this room. It's a big room, like maybe five of this room. Okay. It's kinda square. A lot of people there. How many people are in the room? Maybe fifty. We got this metal foil blanket. Oh, like a, what do we call those? Fire blankets or something where it's just like thin metal, yeah. shiny foil yeah, that yeah, they yeah. like give people after a hurricane or something. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Or who's seeking asylum. Yeah, or people <laughs> seeking asylum. Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of Indians, Latin people, Russians, Georgians. So then they decided to get all Russians in the room. In a different room. In a different room, yeah. And we... Slept. Slept, yeah. Then they brought you dinner. Yeah, they fed us three times in a day. Uh, but then they did the worst thing. The what thing? They gave us the Capri Sun. They gave you Capri Sun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this was the... Um, I mean, the, it was the, our lunch. Okay. It was burrito. Mm, choice of burrito vegan or beef burrito wow that's kind of nice that they yeah, give you that yeah, option yeah. actually I was glad that there is so con mm, good conditions I guess yeah. they they fed us for free some Russians were bla not blaming complaining yeah complaining yeah why are you complaining you, you get here for I don't know yeah they're treating you like a human yeah they give you give you the food for free. Capri Sun, <laughs> burrito, apple, Niagara water, water bottle, and then a Nutri-Grain bar. Yeah. Wow. Not bad. Not bad. But is it the same thing three times a day? Uh, kind of. Just burrito, it's change on like the, the eggs sandwich. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> so. So how long are you there? I spent in this border about seven days. And it's freezing the whole time. Freezing, yeah. On the seventh day, I can't stand this. You're miserable. <laughs> yeah. And are, is the staff kind? Are they nice, the, the agents and the people there? Half and half. Half and half. Yeah. Some of them kind, some of them normal. Some of them, shut the fuck up. It's cleaning time. And they're just yelling at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what wow. That's what they say. And what time do you have to wake up and what time do you go to bed? Yeah, that's the interesting part there was a cleaning four times in a day a starting yeah whole room starting from the 3 a.m so wait get the fuck up at 3 a.m yeah, yeah yeah wait in the in the hole while they clean yeah where do you go to the bathroom there is a two bathroom plastic bathroom yeah yeah oh a porta potty mm -hmm. like it's its own little room yeah yeah plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah one sink Wow. Plastic brush, toothpaste. Are you having meetings? Are you like, yeah, one meeting here? Yeah. And what do you say in the meeting? Why are you seeking asylum? It, just in short. I see. Yeah. And what did you say? Political asylum, LGBT asylum, and um, like a minority 
something about racism. Oh yeah, you were telling me that there. The, tell about the racism in the apartments. <laughs> yeah, that uh, blew my mind. There is a lot of advertisement in Russia, in Moscow especially.、Uh, they say, so for example, one bedroom apartment in Moscow and description: no dogs, family with children is okay.、Uh, no Asians, no Middle Easterns. <laughs> Yeah, and it's、uh, like half of the advertisements. Half of apartment yeah. advertisements yeah. Yeah. are like whites only. Yeah, whites only. And that's normal. Yeah, and legal. Nobody prohibited. It's like the nineteen fifties up there. <laughs> yeah, and is that just something that you, as a minority, like everyone knows that's just normal, or do people like protest in the streets? No, they don't protest. It just because it's、uh, it's useless. It's useless. Yeah, nothing will change. Yeah, the first time when I told you, I just realized that that it's that weird.、Moment. Yeah, that's really weird. And it was it, just normal to you. Yeah, it was just normal. <laughs> They say only Slovenian, like which means ru- white Russian. White Russian, yeah. Okay, so you have the meeting. You say political. You say LGBT, and you say racism. And is that? Because you have three things, like we're at war, all these things. Having more helps your case. Yeah, makes it、It's、more triple compelling. Power. Triple power, <laughs>、yeah. triple asylum power. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then why were you only there seven days? What happened next? There was a lot of Russians,、uh, especially Russians, in my room. About forty people, and only me and another guy knew the English. None of them could speak any English. None of them. Wow, that's hard. Yeah, and they asking me the can you ask him something, something, something. Oh, so you were being translator all the、yeah. time, but、I、that probably、popular. made you a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.、Uh, actually, I had a great time. I met people, friends. You talk, you meet talk, people, hear、yeah. their stories. I wasn't in depression like others.、Wow. They were just laying. They got called. Because of this, I guess. Yeah. They're not positive. Yeah, you were positive, making、yeah. the best, helping people, talking. Yeah. Around,、yeah. around、wow. with people. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So there's like ten times in a day, the officer came in the room, announced the last names, and we were waiting for our names. You want your name to be called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that means you are going to somewhere. Wow. You're going to be released, or nobody you, knows. You don't know. It's like no. off to the meat packing、yeah. plant. I、uh, and it turned out it's just the shower time,、oh. <laughs> which was、uh, one in four days. One, yeah, in four days. Wow. This what I show you. This what it looks like. Is the real exactly?、Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I did research. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, this so is just exactly like plastic the, shower stalls、yeah. side by side. Yeah. Okay. So, on the seventh day, they announced my me, and I got to the van, and I asked the driver where are we going. He said, "I don't know. Maybe he can't do. He can't. Oh,、tell. he can't tell you. Yeah, it was. They just say get in this van and you just go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's your documents. This is all your, all your stuff. All my money in the back. So it was、uh, three hours road." And we got to the Phoenix. 
Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, Phoenix, Arizona. We were from Yuma to Phoenix. And there was another detention. Actually, we were, we were cheered up when we released from the border. We thought that we are going to airport or oh, hotel wow. or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it was another detention. Not so cold. Okay, good. Warm. Um, but I spent four days in the cell with uh, some Gandharas men who doesn't speak English. But From I, Honduras? Honduras, yeah. Oh, so you can't communicate with this person? I actually know the Spanish a little bit. A little bit, yeah. wow. From the La Casa de las Flores, <laughs> Monarca. Wow. Vis-a-vis, all this, all this telenovelas, TV show, TV series. So, yeah, four days there. Food is better a little bit. Not cold. And we could call to Russia for free. Oh, wow. So you were able to call your parents and and say, I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah. And one interesting thing, one thing that I did before entering U.S., I said to my parents that I'm going to be on the border not in the cell, <laughs> just in the border for three days, maybe seven. And I told to my friend from Germany on the eighth day, tell my mom that I can be here for 30 days. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So she doesn't think you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't f- want to her to be scared. Yeah. <laughs> and my grandma researched information, her laptop. <laughs> that's uh, it's something un- illegal I doing I oh. didn't tell her oh wow so she she's like knew. oh my gosh yeah Tijuana and something forums she yeah, figured everywhere. it out yeah yeah I was surprised I'm impressed yeah in so the you're Phoenix in, you're in Phoenix yeah for four call, days you call home yeah I call home to my sponsor like I'm okay are you waiting for me uh, did someone did someone call you from the border he said, relax, chill, and you're going to be here for two or three weeks. I said, okay. Then <laughs> the officers came on the fourth day. They told us, that's done. You're released. And we are, woo, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Then we, we were processing our documents and photos. Uh, fingerprints then <laughs> they gave they gave us the document you're going to texas <laughs> everybody was scared of texas <laughs> yeah texas yeah? is mean yeah they don't like immigrants it's a, it's a republican state <laughs> everybody knew everyone knew like yeah. oh god texas yeah, yeah. wow everybody was sad scared yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you thought you were free, but they're like, no, yeah, we're taking they you. They told us you're released. Oh. Yeah. So why did they send you to Texas? I don't know. Nobody don't you have know. to meet with a judge? Or, or that's when they give you a date? Like, I don't, don't you know. have to go plead your case in front of a judge? I think asylum? it's all about the bonds, the bail bonds. Oh, they want you to pay. Yeah. They, uh, some, of that, some of us get the paper with the bail bonds $3,000 they say as soon as you pay you're gonna be released so it's kind of business which uh, is good <laughs> you like that mm, no I, uh, I, I, di- I don't did you pay? no I didn't 
So that they didn't give me. Oh, they didn't give you the option. Yeah. Why? I don't know. So in Phoenix, we got out on the street. I mean, on the street in the detention, and then we saw the handcuffs. <laughs> they handcuffed us. Why? On the arms, legs, legs, belly, yeah, and everything linked. Wow. I was scared, and I was. It was not good for me. That's bad. Yeah. So then what? Then they took us on a bus and then to the airport. Oh, they flew you to Texas. Yeah. In handcuffs. Yeah. On a on a military plane? No, just a regular airlines plane. So people could see you in handcuffs. No, 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 just us. Just you. Yeah, I see. Then we land in Texas, Houston. Then we went to the detention, and I realized it's a good detention. Oh, good. All of them were nice. In cells in Houston, there was a TV box. So is it like a jail cell? Yeah, like you're in、cell. jail. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But with TV. Nice. I saw the all all episodes of Twilight in a row. <laughs> all three movies <laughs>、yeah. of Twilight. Yeah, Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> There was a telemarket, or how can I say this? You can order the food、oh, beverage、well. by using phone on your money. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, we count our money and then we put it on our account. Oh, in、wow. our account. How、yeah. many people are in the Houston detention center? A lot. A lot. It's、yeah. big. In our cell, it was four. All my friends. Your friends? Yeah. Russians? Yeah. But that's where you met them there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I want them. <laughs> These exactly people that I want to be with them. So it's the like、cell. the universe was good to you. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And is it boys and girls separated? We never seen the, any girls. I think it's another detentioner. Oh wow.、Know. Okay, what happened next? On the fourteenth days or eleventh, I already starting to not remember. Lose count. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's say eleventh days. We got the paper that we are released. And did you believe it this time, or were you like, we'll "Yeah,、see. I believed." Yeah, they told another guy to buy the ticket on the next day after five p.m. And we realized it's true. It's, it's happening. Yeah, they got us to Houston Airport. We got the tickets, and I got a plane to San Diego for my for suitcase. For your bag, yeah, your suitcase. Then I got an Amtrak. Los Angeles,、wow. and here we are speaking. So you know, a month later, thirty days or whatever, you're now in Los Angeles. Yeah, and you're like, where do I sleep? The Telegram group helps you. Ah, yeah, yeah. I found the hostel there. All Russians. <laughs> a hostel of all Russians. Yeah, yeah. So it's three dollars per night. I spent there like four nights. Then I met Armenian guy who lives here. For eight years, he invited me to his house. I spent there one month. Then I went to my friends that I met. Are you allowed to get a job? No. Like, no. The officer that came after me in the last detention told me, "You are not allowed to work." But I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> he said that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But don't you have a like when you left Houston? Don't they give you like a court date? Like, aren't you waiting for something to、yeah. find out if you're approved? Yeah. 
now now my case in Sacramento, which is good because it's a uh, um, northern California. It's it's better than than south. Oh, they say they say that's nicer. Yeah. And but you didn't choose northern California. That was random. No, my sponsor from there. Oh, a so lot of Russians in Sacramento actually. Ah, oh, so that helped you. Yeah. And when is your court date? Uh, my court date in four days. In four days? Yeah. From today? From today. You find out if you get to live here or not? Oh no, <laughs> it's gonna be master hearing. What? Master hearing. We just get to know each other with ju- with judge. Oh, you just talk to the judge. Yeah. And then later they will send you a message that says like be ready for a next appointment for a next hearing. Oh, so it's multiple hearings. Yeah, multiple. It's going to be one year total until you get a final result. Yeah. But I need to get uh, to apply for a form I589 for something I, I don't remember why. Uh, so after I apply for this form in 150 days, I can work um, legally. I see. Yeah. I was going to say, if it takes a year, how do they expect you to not work? Yeah. <laughs> but still, 150 days is yeah, a long time. Yeah. How do you work right now? All Russians work in the moving companies. And so they find you mo- and they pay you cash or whatever. So Yeah. Or Zelly. Oh, yeah. As soon as, uh, since I have a passport, second passport, I get a Bank of America account. Another sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> now you're living in Los Angeles. Yeah. And you have Li- Ameri- liking it. Do you like it? Yeah. You is America what you I mean you'd been to South Carolina, but is California what you thought it was? I think so, yeah. I didn't expect that it should be like something magical or Yeah, it's a real place. Yeah, it's a real, real place people. with the uh, pros and cons. Yeah, pros and cons. Pros and cons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, homeless people, this crazy people. Yeah. But depending on area. Yeah, it depends. It. Yeah. And you're glad you got here. Yeah, I'm glad. And do you want to live here forever? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, thank you. It's so inspiring. Yeah. And cool. I don't even know. I don't want to even pass judgment on it. It's like, it's so fucked up, but it's also like more civilized than I thought it would be. Like the border process. Oh. I mean, one month is, and moving detention centers is a lot, but... Without get a fuck up? Yeah, I mean, that would be nice. <laughs> and cleaning it ten times a day oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Four times a day. Yeah. Are, are people really dirty? Why do they do that? I don't know. Since Sanitation, COVID, yeah. Maybe. So what does the next, like, year of your life look like? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. I have a feeling that everything's going to be good. I will come up with something interesting job or I'm going to work on my own. What's your dream job? Like now that you're living in America. Yeah. Coming back to this training, uh, life life changing. Yeah. Yeah. After this training, I decided in March, I realized that I like the video, video shooting, editing, whatever. I think I need to go to this area and find out what I like most. Yeah. Well, you moved to Los Angeles. The, yeah. The it's a perfect place. Of that. Yeah. 
And also, my astrologist says <laughs> said that I need to move to to the water, which is ocean. Move to the、sea. ocean. Yeah. Wow. So you did both. Yeah. You got the world of video editing by the sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's coming for you. Yeah. By ending, I'd like to get a quote. Not a quote. It's a words from my friend. She told me. That clicked with me. I mean,、yeah. speaking with me. Yeah. So sometimes I can hear my bones straining under the weight of all the lives I'm not living.、Mm. Yeah. Sometimes I can hear my bones straining under the weight of all the lives I'm not living. Yeah. And what does that mean to you? It's all about, it all starts with this moving. No regret. Yeah,、Live、no regrets. No yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you for listening to Jargal, my new best friend. <laughs> I hope you guys wish him the best of luck on his journey. I hope he becomes an American. He's so extraordinary. And I don't know, I'm just like shifted. After this conversation and meeting him, and now this friendship, it's kind of shifted my ideas of a lot of things about anybody that's here and how they got here and how amazing it is to be here or just to be anywhere that you had to fight for. Thank y'all. I'll see you next time. <laughs>